Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your cause. Happy Wednesday, Edwin. Happy Wednesday, Andrew. I'm not wearing any cool Wednesday socks today, though. Let's I'm see. sorry for you that. You know what? I am. I have Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich socks. That makes me hungry. Why did we have to record over lunchtime? I'm going to say I, I, it's a terrible mistake because even as I say it, my mouth is watering. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a predicament right there. Well, let's take a break. Let's go eat a Chick-fil-A sandwich and then we'll come back. We'll be right back. If we had a commercial to play, we could do that. We could do that. All right. Well, let's not. Let's just go ahead and get into John chapter 12. I'm going to read verses 37 to 43 today from the English Standard Version. Though he had done so many signs before them, they still did not believe in him, so that the words spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled, Lord, who has believed what he heard from us, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they could not believe. For again, Isaiah said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their heart, lest they see with their eyes and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, many even of the authorities believed in him, but for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it so that they would not be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. You know, isn't it something we were talking a little bit yesterday about all the different people in this crowd? And we know there's some people in this crowd who apparently were Greeks. And we've got some people in this crowd who were the Jews, um, Pharisees people who are willing to uh, accept he's the son of man, at, at least enough to question how he would make this prediction that the son of man is going to be lifted up, i.e. crucified. And they're saying, no, 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 no. The, the Christ has to be around forever. How can you be saying he's going to be crucified? That you be crucified. And now we're looking at other people in this crowd who they don't believe. Well, there's some that don't believe. They don't believe at all. But I, I notice another group. You, yeah. th- there's a group of people who believe, but secretly. The secret believers. The secret believers. The, the mm-hmm. secret believers. Uh, they believe, but because they fear the Pharisees, mm-hmm. they do not confess their faith in Jesus because right. they're afraid that they're going to get put out of the synagogue. I, I got to tell you, I know one place where we're going to end up as we get to Jesus and his uh crucifixion and then his burial Mm -hmm. we're gonna hear about a guy named joseph of arimathea right who is in the council and there it's going to tell us that he had been a disciple but secretly for fear of the jews Mm -hmm. i know his name is not mentioned here but it makes me wonder i mean we were seeing that kind of person right here now i i think that that final display shows joseph and nicodemus having made a shift toward jesus which is amazing and powerful we'll talk about that then but man this is a place where we're seeing that kind of person. And when Joseph of Arimathea was being a disciple, but secretly for fear of the Jews, it was not a good thing when he was behaving that way. We see folks like that here. And John, here's what John, he gives commentary on this. John, our author, gives commentary on the folks who are like this. And the reason they're doing this is because they love the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. Mm-hmm. This is the problem that they're dealing with. And uh, I think that can be a problem for me. 
I think that can sure. be a problem for disciples today. Yeah. In what ways do you see that as potentially being a problem well, today? Well, of course, we have the great challenge of social pressures and even living in this, uh, I'll get it out, this cancel culture all around us. Oh, yeah. You know, that if, if um, a person is willing to be outspoken at all for what's labeled as traditional values or Judeo-Christian beliefs, uh, then then that is unacceptable. Uh, in, in the zeitgeist, you know, you, you need to be shouted down. You're some type of bigot or you're backwards, something like this. And, that, you know, that threat of being canceled or being doxxed quiets people down a lot. They yeah. don't want to have that kind of hardship and blowback for their beliefs. It's we're going to kick you out of our synagogue. We're yeah. going to kick you out of our group. You don't get to be a part of our group. We're going to say that you're not one of the enlightened. You're not one of the elite. You're you're this backwoods, backwards uh, whatever label that we want to put on that, you're you're just a part of that old guard, and you need to. I mean, it's 2023, Andrew. Yeah, we should be past all of that Christianity stuff by now. Well, and and it, it almost seems like uh, in certain areas there are levers being pulled to compel that kind of speech. Well, why don't you go ahead and acknowledge that uh, gender is completely fluid in makeup, and and why don't you go ahead and uh, say it? It really, you know, there are no moral constraints about the decisions you make for your um, sexual practices and and proclivities. Sure, and all of these things are designed to make us feel like we're ignorant, we're idiots, we're stupid if we believe what the Bible says to get us to be quiet. Right, and we need to be those who prefer the glory and honor that comes from God yeah, rather than the glory and honor that comes from men. And I, well, I was going to say, so you, you use the word honor there and a glory and honor. And something to think about is that the Near East culture and particularly the first century, but even today, Near East culture is very much a shame honor culture. And the individual is not the end all be all of the culture. That's a very Western view. We have a very radical individualism, you know, even down to telling people, you need to call me the name and gender I say, regardless of your lying eyes. Mm -hmm. So, but over there with the uh, honor, shame culture, it's community driven. It's not the individual. It is the family. It is the tribe. And it is very important to maintain the honor of the tribe. And so what you do as an individual reflects back on your family, reflects back on your tribe. And so if you do something that is, you know, bring shame, it brings shame to everybody. And so there's a, a great social pressure then to, um, you know, do what is right in the eyes of the culture and to do those things that bring honor to the culture. And so something to think about is that when they talk about this fear of confessing Christ at that time, it would blow back if the Pharisees become your enemies, if they cast you out of the synagogue. Um, you, you're, you're getting uh, punished by the community. Getting uh, You become a pariah of the community or shamed by the community. It's a, it's a really big deal. You, you lose the benefits and blessings of being in the community. Yeah. And in addition to that, not only do you face that, but it actually casts a pall on your family mm -hmm. as a part of that. Mm -hmm. So recall um, in what John chapter nine with the blind man whose parents did not right. want to speak because they already knew, man, if we say anything that sounds like we're supporting this Jesus guy, we're all going to get kicked out of the synagogue and we don't want that. And of course, ultimately the blind, the healed blind man does get thrown yeah. out of the synagogue. He is cut off from that gathering of worshipers and students. And one of the rad 
radical things about Christ and about the gospel is that he was calling on an individual to make that choice, to confess him, to believe in him, to follow him, regardless of what uh, the community may decide. It's an interesting thing to me as we take a look at the way cultures viewed things, that certainly that near ancient East, uh, that ancient Near East culture had that tribal view, family culture, community, so they were much more focused on honor and shame. Jesus comes along and asks people to make an individual decision. Now, interestingly, mm-hmm. he's asking them to make the decision to go from one family to another family. Sure, It's not leave your family and go be a lone wolf. It's leave your family, but become a part of another family, yeah. another tribe, another community. However, in order to which, do which that, is the church, which is yes, I'm the family sorry. of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which is act as an individual in a way that you haven't been accustomed to, but to become a part of a new tribe. One of the things that's produced is a lot more individualism. I, I think it's because yeah. of what we see in the New Testament that has taken the Western culture to make it more individualistic because there was a push for people to make the individual choice to be a part of Christ's church. Right. So our cultures have moved more to what folks call the guilt and justification or guilt Mm -hmm. and innocence uh, on the, on the personal level before God. But it sure seems like in these, in these days that while there is the hyper radical individualism of, I get to be whatever I want to be. I I get to declare my own gender, no matter what my body says about it. I get to declare even my own species, no matter what my own body says about it. I get to declare my own sexuality, no matter what my own body says about it. I get to declare my own identity in every way, no matter what my body and my family and my history and my, my geographic location says about it. That kind of hyper radical individualism at the same time, There is a push back towards this communal with the shame, as you've pointed out. The cancel culture is a more shame-honor approach. Yeah, and so we're big into social media and this online presence, and that has then created, uh, via this technology, this huge honor-shame component because you are then able to be, as we've already mentioned, canceled by this technological... Force. Do you think that that demonstrates as individualized as we become, there is still a communal longing within us? I think we are created to be relational beings. Absolutely. Longing for God, longing for community. Yeah. I have a communal longing and and I actually even recognize that everybody has a communal longing. And so here's the here's the trigger I'm going to pull to try to get you to conform to me is if you don't conform to me in your in your rugged individualism, if it doesn't look just like my rugged individualism, I'm going to cancel you and you don't get to be a part of my group of rugged individualists. (laughs) That's exactly what's going on, which gets back to a community, a collective, and honor shame. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So the question then becomes, whose glory are we seeking? Are we seeking the glory that comes from God, or are right. we seeking the glory that comes from men? I find it interesting here in this passage, we've got people who are refusing to confess God and Jesus because they want the glory that men give. But I also remember back when we were studying Matthew a couple of seasons ago, when we get into the Sermon on the Mount, you've got people who are actually displaying their religious proclivities out of a desire not to shine the light on God's glory and receive glory from God, Mm -hmm. but to receive glory from others. So here I am, if I'm in a culture that is Godward, yes, 
if I'm not careful, all of my Godward activity is actually still just about receiving glory and honor from men. Good point. Then I end up in a culture that is not Godward. And since all of my proclivities were about trying to get honor and glory from men, now I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do those things. Be super quiet about it. I'm going to be quiet about it now because, I mean, really, I just I want people to be patting me on the back. I want folks to be talking about how great I am. And I'm actually I'm I'm so. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying there. Either way you cut it, we're, there's this temptation to, I want the glory of you. I want the accolades. Yeah, I, I want, want the, the blue ribbons. I want, yeah. uh, boy, you did what, such what a What do I need job. to do in this culture to get the culture's approval? Which, which is what becomes the hypocrisy and being a chameleon. Whichever group of people I'm around, I'm going to do the things that will cause them to pat me on the back and give me the, the praise and to compliment me. Mm-hmm. And instead, I need to be the person that is solid, the person that is standing firm with Jesus Christ. When it's in season, when it's out of season, Paul told Timothy, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and instruction because it's about receiving the glory and honor from God. And here's the thing I need to understand is that any glory and honor I receive from men is going to be temporary. Sure. I mean, even if it lasts for the rest of my life, if if I do something that causes the people around me to think I'm just so amazing that they they drop a million dollar stipend a month on me. So then, you know, and they put me up as king of the world and they they hang on every word that I say and do whatever I want. I'm going to die. Right. And if, if that happens for the rest of my life for another 40 years, 50 years, if I make it to be 100. But I mean, 50 years and then I'm going to die. And what next? Because what happens next that's going to be eternal. It's almost like you're asking, what if you gain the whole world but lose your soul? Somebody should have asked that. <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> yes, it's exactly kind, what I'm Kind asked. of painting a picture there. <laughs> that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I think about Lazarus and the rich man. The rich man had everything while he was in this life. Right. But in eternity, the situation was reversed. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I'd rather be Lazarus, not Lazarus from John 11, but Lazarus from that other story and Luke, uh, I'd rather be him than the rich man. I, I just have yeah. to tell you that. Absolutely. Well, we're so glad that you joined us for Text Talk today. Uh, send us an email. Let us know what you're reading in the Word of God. Text Talk at ChristiansMeetHere.org. And let's bow together. Our great God and Father, we thank you that we can come to you in prayer and praise you, Father, for your righteousness. Praise you because you are worthy. We're so thankful to know that you are a God that will care for and and even honor your followers, but we must desire your praise more than any others. Lord, help us to be both discerning and courageous, that in a situation we might have pure motives to seek your praise, whether it's in a group of Godward-looking people or, or those, Father, that want nothing to do with you. We pray that whatever the social pressure may be, that we might, Father, choose you your glory first, that we would be faithful and obedient to you, as was Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. 
Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.